Hello and welcome to What We're Crapping. It's a podcast for all that crap we love to talk about on Ye Old Bravs. I'm Ronnie. Guess who I'm with? His name is Ben. Hi, Ben. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Good. Uh, good to just, see you today, hun. Picking your eye thank boogers. Thank you. I'm just, great. Yeah, my eye booger. I, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to pull a Ronnie here and start the show by picking out my eye boogers. Yeah. And get, get rid of them. They're Got to get them clear. I mean, we got a big episode to do today here. Uh, is that an eye booger in your eye or a little martini? little olive action? little meow. You have one more time to clear your eye buggers. <laughs> I'm a CEO. One, I'm giving you one. Okay, I was, I'm, the, I'm a boss bitch of eye buggers. Okay? <laughs> well, welcome to the show, everybody. Today is a Crappens on Demand Day. So, hello. We're on video. We've also got uh, some time left over at Take a Seat. We'll be there. Uh, the next month or so over on Spotify Live. So join us for that, 7 p.m. Pacific time on Monday nights. We'll be doing that tonight. Very special Thanksgiving episode. We're going to talk about things we're thankful for. Yeah, all the all the things we're thankful for, like yeah. like Bravo, like Bravo itself, like Lip the gloss, Real Housewives of Potomac. Vape Lip- pins, Bravo, Mia, Wendy. You know what? We can be grateful for everything. Yeah, I'm grateful for a lot of things. Uh, I am grateful for coffee, of which I have none at the moment. And its lack in my life at this moment makes me appreciate it so much more that I'm going to push through. Coffee, I can tell you that much. You're going to need it today. I can't believe you would show up to this episode of Potomac with no coffee in you. I mean, this is quite an episode. You know, I'm going to text Dom right now because he's out and about. I'm going to say, I think I really need a cold brew after all. (laughs) (laughs) you will deliver it mid recap love it well welcome everybody um i think that's all that we have to talk about today we are doing a special recap this week of family karma so join us for that later this week that should be super fun and uh, let's get on with this real housewives of potomac big day today the internet's very upset i was checking with the sassiest housewife of all, Sushal Madia. And she's just uh-huh. up in arms about this episode. And the violence! The violence! It's a martini oh. throw, everybody. Let's all just, like, <laughs> let's all just take a moment, okay? This is still one of the most fun shows on TV, okay? Oh, That's yeah. It, it was, it was great. It. Yeah, I, was talk- I had fun. I was, I was talking to someone a few days ago about sitcoms, about, like, the idea of a bottle episode. Which is where uh, they they don't have like enough money to do anything fancy, so they basically stick all the characters in one confined area, and the entire episode is them just in an area. Just you know, it's like it's like when Seinfeld did a whole episode in the Chinese restaurant, things like that. And to me, like this was a Real Housewives bottle episode. Um, we get them every once in a while on Bravo, and when we do, we always know it's going to be a good episode because uh, it's like a good party episode. It's rare that we get like a good restaurant episode where it's the whole episode, but where nothing else happens except they just have gone to dinner. Like that's all that happened this episode. They got ready. They sort of like walked around the house for a little bit, <laughs> heard some toilets flushing, and then they went to dinner. And that was the whole episode. But so much happened. Well, Potomac is great for a dinner episode. You know, do you remember they had one at like the Crab Shack, like Joe's Crab Shack? or whatever, and they all got in a big screaming fight, and the husbands were there. That was a really mm-hmm. good one, too. Oh, yeah. this show. So, we've been wondering the whole season, when is this martini throw, and what's happening? And then Wendy's on um, Twitter or whatever saying, and you hit me with your purse multiple times, miss, I'm against violence, and 
I mean, all this stuff, I couldn't believe. And of course, it's because of fucking Peter. Of course, of course. it is. You know? Of course. Nini, I, you're right. You know, okay? Nini you is right. right. You called it. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I, th- I feel like that's what gets totally lost in all this, is that Peter, I mean, Peter is such a low life. <laughs> he has been for so long, and he comes in, He's so like, like he's so shady with his like the whole the whole thing that's happening here. Like the whole beef he has with Wendy is so typically Peter, and then it causes all the all this ridiculousness. But by the way, like it was, I mean it was because of Peter, but Mia was the one who was the she was the person who spearheaded this. Uh, she yeah. inserted herself into something stupid, and um, you know madness ensued. Madness ensues. So let's start. We're doing a drone shot over the ocean. Jet ski building fancy cars. And then we get a Bravo's new um, (laughs) excitement, excitement. Um, Also, who is this new lady on the Bravo voiceovers? Get the hell off the mic, ma'am. I don't know who invited you here. You don't? Coming up, coming up on. The Real Housewives of Potomac. I was like, no, ma'am. I no, I will not have this. No one voted the guy who's like, next on Bravo. Wait, was this? Wait, which Bravo. promo was this on? Was, was this? Where was it? It was coming. I don't know. It started with this this new lady. I've heard her a couple of times now, ma'am. Where, what it's not one of the cast members? Guy, you know? It's not one of the cast members saying previously on The Real Housewives of Potomac. No, it wasn't a previously thing. It was just oh. like... You know, tonight, you know those Bravo things? Yeah. It was like a lady this time, and I've heard her a couple of times, but listen, you can't just take the Bravo! I like that the guy makes it two two words. Bravo! Yeah. I need him. You can't just tie him up and throw him in a basement and not tell anybody, and then it's like, suddenly it's some new lady! Like, you need to warn us. Like, I need Andy Cohen to come on screen and be like, guys, it's time to enter a new era. Welcome, Margaret. You know, she's the new person. (laughs) Margaret. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Am I losing? Am I still here? I thought I lost Wi-Fi for a second. Am I still here with you, Ronnie? Did Margaret come and interfere? No, you're Okay, good. Because my screen went black. (laughs) <laughs> Margaret's like, you do not speak against Margaret. <laughs> Margaret, the Bravo AI, is ruining our lives. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I need her Truly. back. Please don't do this to me, Bravo, especially right before the holidays. Like, you can't just, that guy's like a family member. Do I know his name? No. Do I need to know it? I don't. But I need him in my life. Don't take him. It's the point. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure he'll be back. He's been he's been there for like 15 years. Okay, I, I, Margaret, maybe maybe they're just like carving out Sunday nights for Margaret. <laughs> maybe, but you know what? I, it's, Margaret's probably fine. I just don't know Margaret. You know what I mean? I'm willing to give yeah. her a chance. I need an intro. You don't just do- drop your dog off and be like, "Bye." You're going to be taken care of by somebody new for a month. You know, and not expect no. the dog to freak out. I'm that dog. Yeah, there should have been like a whole like here come meet Margaret at BravoCon. Like, <laughs> well, please welcome. Oh, there's someone on the door. Ding dong, who is it? Hey, yeah. it's Margaret, a new voice for Bravo. <laughs> and then we could have all had the chance to be like, I hate, I fucking hate Margaret already. Fuck her. Like we did with the Real Housewives of New York reboot cast. <laughs> like, yeah. here's the new reboot cast. And I was like, fuck them. I hope they all die. I hate this. My wife, Ramona. 
we could have all hated on Margaret. And then they said, well, guess what, guys? We decided to actually, we're moving on from Margaret. We're like, what the fuck? She was an icon. Why would Mar- you do that Margaret to us? Margaret said something problematic uh, about three weeks into her gig. So she's already out of here. <laughs> but Bravo's about, like, problematic people and understanding the repercussions they have to go through. Why would you take Margaret away from us? Uh, okay. So we will recap this show eventually. Um so here we go. We have just, we're still with Mia talking on a FaceTime with Peter. And Peter's like, yeah, you know what? The Wendy, I got beef with her. The Wendy, I got beef with her. Okay. She's like, she's like I got beef, beef with Wendy. She's like, ah. So she says, you got beef with the Nigerian queen. And he's like, yeah, the Nigerian and the Jamaican got beef. Oh, what happened? She didn't like your food. And he's like, well, you know what? I'll see you when I see you tonight. That's all. Uh, it is proof. So um, Mia's like, I met Peter 10 years ago. He's a dear friend of mine. He comes over for Sunday dinner. He comes over for, for cookouts. I love his English muffins. It's just like he's like a part of the family. Mia's so full of shit. Uh, I mean, literally everything she says. She's like, he's been at our homes. Oh, okay. <laughs> all of them. All of them, Mia. Um, and she's like, he was the first man to hold Juliana outside of her dad. We celebrate milestones in our businesses. Oh, really? Does Peter come <laughs> over every time a new crack the back is opened or whatever the fuck that is called, called again? <laughs> the joint chiropractic. The yeah, joint. we celebrate milestones with our businesses. Like when we get that coveted third star on Yelp. Wow. <laughs> Popping those champagnes. <laughs> the centering the uh center for centering pamphlets has given us a silver award in pamphlet centering peter want to come over to one of our homes <laughs> peter is very happy because the health board graduated him from a score of d to c so we celebrate that yeah and she says well i don't know why he's so close with gordon i don't know if because they're bald with beards or because they both love strippers you know that they met (laughs) in a goddamn strip club you know they did if this was el paso they would have met at the prince machiavelli's i I, here's here's what i i I don't know what the prince machiavelli's is but i think it's funny that a strip (laughs) <laughs> but, like, why would someone name a trip club after Machiavelli? Like, ooh. I, like, guess what? You're going to not only see some tits, but you're going to hatch an evil plan. Um, <laughs> don't don't like, forget what? Taco Tuesday at Prince Machiavelli's. Tits and it's tacos. Like, ooh, come see the hottest girls at Iago's. <laughs> there um, was a strip club in El Paso, and it's right by a freeway entrance. And so every time we would drive past it, you'd see my mom over there, like, looking to see whose husband's in the Prince Machiavelli's, you know, so she could take somebody down at tennis later. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> not in tennis, but um, uh, here's my theory. Here's my theory based off of nothing but instincts. Uh, that has nothing to do with Prince Machiavelli's, but um, that Mia and Gordon saw, like, went to bar one one day and saw Peter and recognized Peter from TV and were like, hey, Peter. And so they probably like bought him around or something like that. So they probably kissed ass to him because he has like a grain of fame. And then now that Mia is actually on one of these shows, now Peter is now it's pivoted the other way. I feel like they're both are leeching off of each other. That is my instinct. That's what my instinct tells me. I have based it on no facts. It is just conjecture. 
Yeah, because 10 years, I don't know that I buy that. So um, Charisse, meanwhile, is <laughs> trying to make good on her promise to leave, uh, even though nobody <laughs> gives a shit that she doesn't have a bathroom. Like, literally nobody cares. But she's like, uh, hello, weather vacants, please. Hello, four seasons, weather vacants, please. <laughs> she's just, like, sticking her face in front of cameras and other people. Hello, can I have reservations for the reservations for loyalty members, please, at a at hotel? Hello, Waldorf Astoria. <laughs> reservations, please. Hello, Amangari. Reservations, please. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the Plaza Hotel in New York? I'm gonna have to come up there tonight. Reservations, please. So over in Robin and Giselle's tiny sad double room, um, Robin's like, "There's no, there's two towels. There's no towels, but only one washcloth. What's other, what's others with two towels? One washcloth. What is going on? I'm very curious to know where the rest of the towels are." <laughs> that is so Air- Airbnb, though, isn't it? Like just weird, weird things. I mean, like weird amounts of towels and stuff. Uh, but they are acting. <laughs> She's really fussy about this. Yeah. Yeah. So Ashley comes in and talks about how she's on her DMs, and you won't believe it. I'm being DM'd by guys that I haven't talked to in years. And Giselle's like, when you get a divorce, everyone you have ever dated will call you. Mm -hmm. Everyone. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone. And maybe if you're lucky, people who sell maple syrup. And so um, Giselle, yeah. So Ashley's like, uh, they're asking her like what's going on with the home, and she said that they put in a uh, she put in an offer on the home, but the tenants don't want to leave until July. It's just way too long because she wants to be out of her house in June, so she's withdrawing her offer. And that Michael's becoming more difficult. She goes, you know, I don't, I really don't know what's like going on, but like everything is like a fight with us now. <laughs> and she's always like, uh, you know uh, what's going on? You're getting a divorce. Uh, hello, uh. hello. Uh. Yeah, also, Ashley's full of shit, too. Okay, so, Ashley, you had a LLC already formed with Michael, and then you made an offer on the house through the LLC, and then they accepted that offer, but then we found out you don't even have the LLC yet. You're so full of it, Ashley. Just quiet. Now, there's people more full of it today than you, Um, but I love it. And also, if you've been staying with Michael for this long, you can take another month. You know, to yeah. get your dream house. So whatever. She's lying, but it's an inconsequential lie. So it's okay. Was, I didn't like the house anyway, to be honest, when we saw little flashbacks of I didn't it. I like, like it either. I mean, you know, Ashley's dancing around in like her bra and panties all the time just because like, wouldn't you? I mean, I would. Yeah. I'd be in my bra and panties right now if I look like that. But um, the neighbors are so close. There's like neighbors everywhere. I just see eyes. All I see are eyes of people that I haven't decided to like yet. Hmm. Hmm. Um, well, I just didn't like the house. So Robin, um, she's like, well, Michael probably thought you were bluffing and he didn't like, and they, if he didn't like, uh, uh, like, I don't, his, when they, if he doesn't know where you are, like his thought goes crazy. And then he's like, thinking if you like fucking another dude and he gets so jealous, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh and Ash is like, yeah, I know. I'm sure he is. I mean, I'm thinking about him fucking another dude. So I get it. And, um, <laughs> She's like, yeah, like, he's, like, texting me and calling me nonstop. He's like, there's not enough milk for the bottle, or I can't find pull-ups. And I'm like, bro, figure it out. I'm on vacation. I really wish he didn't have a baby kink. So then um, then there's, like, a toilet flush. And, because, by the way, I can totally imagine Michael having a baby kink, like, where he's wearing, like, diapers and, like, a rattle. Being like, wah, wah. 
the original baby Dean, baby Michael, wow, wow, wow. I need a pull up. Mommy <laughs> would know where the pull ups are. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> wow, wow. I need a huggy. Wow, wow. So uh, we this hear is six a- ounces of milk. This is incorrect. It's supposed to be eight ounces. Get to work, daddy. Wow, this pacifier is fire. So um, there's like a toilet flush, and they hear all this water in the room. It's like, <laughs> and it's just like every time someone flushes the toilet, ah, this water pipe, ah, like every everyone's like, oh, you have this beautiful view, ah, but I gotta listen to a toilet water, ah. I think it just sounds like, ah, ah. <laughs> hello reservations, please. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Beverly Hills Hotel. Reservations, please. <laughs> so, um, Candace and Wendy are on the phone. Wendy's uh, like, when are you coming? Candace is like, I'll be there at 10. I'm now embroiled in the artistry that is known as Drive Back. I'll be there soon. <laughs> So she's going to come and she finds out that they have to share a room and she's pissed because she's like, is it a king size bed? And when he's like, it's a, it's a twin at best. It's a twin at best. Okay. <laughs> Which it is. That's not cool. Yeah. And then Jacqueline's asking Mia uh, if she has any deodorant to borrow. And Mia's like, no, you can't have the deodorant. You're going to stink tonight, bitch. Look, I love Jacqueline. But there's a part of Jacqueline that's like, like you even use Gordon's damn razor and he that he used to shave his balls for crying out loud. And she's like, um, Jacqueline's like, I had no, I didn't realize that that's what his balls were. I'm sorry, that's what his, that razor was used for. Um, but also Jacqueline's like standing in front of a giant piece of art that has to be blurred out. So she looks like she's just sort of like arrived from heaven. She has like a glow around her from all the blur. She's like, before I leave this world, I must ask. Do you have some degree? <laughs> I need to smell good in heaven. So Jacqueline's a user. Shocker. And now begins this thing where Jacqueline's like, uh, oh, we're going to fight. That's our storyline. So she's like, bitch, I said I wanted deodorant. Don't buzz me around. Like, please yeah. don't. Please don't try your community community theater housewives, okay? I can't take it. And she just walks behind Mia kissing her ass half the time, but then also trying to stand out by shit-talking Mia the whole time to all the other girls. So, yeah. let's see. But we saw this one coming from a zillion miles away. Get rid of her! I'd love to think that their feud that's happening on social media right now has been fueled by the fact that Mia wouldn't loan her deodorant. That's very <laughs> Salt Lake City. Deodorant was the final. But, you know, Mia got you a job. She got you a freaking job on TV. The least you could do is buy some deodorant. Yeah. I just think, like, you're a grown person and you should have, like, a travel bag. And when you're, like, a a travel bag of toiletries, at a certain age, you have a little bag that has toiletries in it. And when you travel places, you just pick up the bag and you go with it. That's why I don't like Jacqueline, because these are the conversations we're supposed to have now, because Jacqueline's on the show. Like, when is yeah. it appropriate to start having a travel bag? Like, I don't want to, I don't watch a show for this, okay? And now it's going <laughs> to keep me up nights thinking about somebody showing up on a trip that you're paying for who's asking for toothpaste, deodorant, tampons, and soap. Go to the yeah. fucking store. What is Go wrong with you? Go to the store. Okay. So Jacqueline's like, uh, oh, and once again, you're taking a shower first. Okay. I don't care. 
I don't care about her. <laughs> okay, so then um, Mia's like, well, there's two shower heads. <laughs> and she's like, oh, yeah. And then everyone's going to think we're in a throuple, and then we'll be the talk of the town. <laughs> everyone's going to think we're in a throuple. We're in a throuple. Everyone's going to think throuple. It's like she's yelling it down the hallway to get rumors started. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Because Mia already said in the beginning of the season, oh, she's been with us. I mean, some people think we're in a throuple. Okay, you guys. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a crappens commercial. So um, then we go to Wendy and Karen talking in the living room. And Wendy's like, well, I won't sit on your bed because that's where you lay your head. <laughs> yeah. And um, and basically, she's like, this week, I'm about celebrating you and making sure you have a good time. And so Karen's like, well, I'm going to have a good time. I'm I'm going to be in, engaged with my friends and but you and, and, and I know that Sharice and I have been friends for five years. And when Sharice approached me at my spring kickoff party, she said, let's do lunch. And I said, absolutely, but not in this type of environment. And then we have a flashback of Sharice asking Karen to lunch. And Karen's just like, yes, that would be lovely. Like, no, like, no. No strings attached. Right. She's like, not in this type of environment. I love it. So she's like, mm, not even a restaurant. Starbucks is good. Mm, and I hear they have matcha now. Right? Matcha? And she tells us that five years ago, Sharice had a questionable behavior. I haven't been friends with her in five years. And that bridge has burned down. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, what does she want to have lunch for? Like, we don't need to talk about it. Um, but some people need drama to deflect from their own misery. Dun, dun. And Wendy's like, good one! And kicks her legs up in the air. Yeah. And then, um, meanwhile, right before this happened, we did get to see Sharice. She's still on the phone trying to find a hotel. And Mia's like... Hello, Plaza Hotel. <laughs> Reservations, please. <laughs> and so she's trying to find a hotel. Mia's like, you're not you're just not gonna find one, okay? You know, it was really hard to find just this house. You're not gonna find it. And Sharice looks like a melted candle at this point because apparently the air conditioning isn't working or something. And she's just sitting there on that bed with her phone trying to call hotels and just everything, like all her makeup is kind of like running off her face, and she's like, Reservations, please. I'm like, can someone get her an ice pack? Hotel Budapest, reservations, <laughs> please. So, uh, Mia, now it's time to go out. So, everybody's gathering in the kitchen, and she is like, okay, Mia, lady in the red lipstick. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. <laughs> lady in red with the red lipstick. Double red. Well, just, uh, double red. Uh. That's kind of Giselle's uh, go to um, space filler. You know, she doesn't really have anything to say. She kind of just, like, over-describes something in a way that sounds like it's really clever. Like, all right, lady-wearing pants, the pant-wearing lady, yeah. Here we are, ladies in the kitchen, nah. <laughs> and Mia's like, well, I'm trying to be spicy, because I am M-I-A, Mia, missing an action in Florida, Mia. <laughs> okay. And Ashley, by the way, is on a balcony over <laughs> on top of this doing TikTok advances. She's like, <laughs> She's just dancing on her balcony, um, trying not to show her cooch on, on social media. So Giselle's like, so uh, what's on deck tonight? Uh, I really want fish. Uh, lady with the fish. Fish lady got the fins because it's the fin and the fish. Uh. 
And so they ask where they're going, and Mia tells them Bar One, Miami. And Ashley's like, oh, does Wendy know? Because she has a relationship with Peter. They're opening a place in Baltimore. And Mia's like, well, I definitely hear that Peter has beef with her. Quote, unquote, beef. (laughs) Quote, beef, unquote. I don't know why people say, quote, unquote, beef, because then you've done open and close quotes and then the word. And how is anybody supposed to know that that was said by, am I? Am I? I also don't know what is, when she says beef, quote, unquote, or quote, unquote, beef. Like, what is the part of that that is, like, casting doubt? Peter said he had a beef. It's like, well, I'm beef. I don't think she knows how to use quote unquote properly, to be honest. <laughs> it's me, yeah. We're going to quote unquote bar one. <laughs> Maybe they are going to one. Like, well, it's not little I'm, bunny foo foo, well, me. Okay, close the fucking quote. <laughs> so uh, Giselle's like, well, Peter told me she did research. Wendy did research to find out something they had in common uh, so that she could ask him to go into business with her. Quotes. <sighs> These are quotes. Like, what, what, is, cons- what? <laughs> what conspiracy theory is that? <laughs> this really, I think that this line shows what a piece of shit Peter is. Because the rest of it, really, you could argue, Peter really just said, why would you come to Miami after not calling me back? And not even, I mean, I can see that. Not that he has a beef, but just being light with it. But this, to be telling Giselle, oh yeah, this lady researched me to pretend we had something in common so she could go into business with me and use me. What? It's called due diligence. It's called like, Oh, there, if you see someone that you want to go into business with, so you, so you try to come up with reasons where areas where you might overlap. I think that's called normal. Like, isn't that what you normally do? If you want to go into business with someone, I don't know why this is such a crazy conspiracy. I'll Google your ass if I see you in the neighborhood newsletter. I don't even care if they just show your picture and you're walking your dog down the street. If I don't recognize you, I'm putting your shit in Google images. Okay? (laughs) Yeah, it's normal to Google people. But how does she know that Peter did that? Peter, how would Peter know that Wendy Googled him? This whole thing is fishy. Peter sucks. And also, why start drama? And he's like really elevating himself to think that he is in a position where someone is like. Like, oh my God, I must Google Peter Thomas. I have to be in business with this person who wasted so much of Cynthia Bailey's money. I have to do this. Right. Everybody's just begging to let Peter run off of their money. Yeah. So, um, just because we know that something fishy is going on there too with bar ones. It's Peter. How can it not? You know? So mm-hmm. Giselle's like, well, everybody knows Peter. Okay. Yeah. Cynthia Bailey's ex-husband. Ah. And so then she tells us how she met Peter. They met at the BET awards and then she did a fundraiser at his restaurant. So they kicked it. And, um, he said, Oh, Hey, you know, that girl y'all hang out with, uh, couldn't even remember her name. Ah. Uh, wants to start a Nigerian restaurant. And he said that the idea was ludicrous, but he was going to play along with it. And you don't have money, Wendy. We all know you don't have money. So he thinks the idea is ludicrous, but he's still going to then say to Mia that he has a beef with Wendy over what turns out to be Wendy not getting back to him with the contract. So if he thinks it's ludicrous, why is he so pressed about this contract or this talking point or whatever, the red line? Or not the red line, the red marks or whatever. Um, but like it's full of bullshit. It's all full of bullshit. And also, um, when he's like, Oh, I couldn't remember uh her name, uh like well, how was this someone that 
that someone wants to be in business with. You can't even remember your name when you already had conversations about percentages. And you don't want, you think the idea of the restaurant so stupid, you just want to take her money to open whatever you want. I mean, this guy's a piece of shit. Yeah. So Ashley's like, well, it sounded fishy, but I was like, okay. Um, why does it, whatever. I'm not going to stay on this. So Giselle's <laughs> like, so Peter Thomas was like, I want to go into business with you. Well, really? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, cause she knows how to sell candles. Okay, who are you two to be making yeah. fun of anybody? Every who's dead. And what do you do, Ashley? Ma'am, what is your business that you do? <laughs> you guys are haters. Yeah, they are they are haters. I mean, I agree. I think that Wendy's I think when Wendy's uh brand is a little in disarray, but they are haters. Um I, I just personally I'm like, I just feel like Wendy's too smart to be dealing to do to deal with uh Peter Thomas and I just want her to get out of the situation as soon as possible. And it seems like this episode will really accelerate that. So um but he's gonna ne- jump right to the next one because didn't he date Giselle or is dating Giselle or something? There's something I don't know. There was some connection that. there. Maybe that's when Giselle said, and we kicked it. Ah, maybe that was the kicking it part. So then uh, we have before commercial break two hours later, and then we see like a glimpse of the fighting that's about to happen. And so uh, when we come back, now the women are all just kind of lingering in the kitchen, and um, like, sort of well, like, we get a we get a close up of a lizard on a rock, which I really loved. They're like mansions, cars, lizard on a rock. Like get real <laughs> close up to the lizard, and it's like five nine five <laughs> nine. The lizard's like. There have been so many shows that have come to Miami, and I've never made it to the B-roll. Thank you, thank you for <laughs> thank you for this honor. It took Finally a while, but it. we've made it. Five Mom, nine Five kids, nine. you can go to sleep now. <laughs> so Mia's like, okay, we're gonna go soon. Everybody wanna take a shot with us, shots. And Ashley goes, shots? What is it? Bear shit in the woods? Yeah, I want to take a shot. And she goes, does a frog have a water tiny asshole? And they're like, oh my god, I can't believe someone just talked about a frog's asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone's just confused, like what? And he goes, does a frog have a water tiny? asshole and now she's like well i have one she's like no it's it's a gel and everyone's like what is that they're all just started thinking about frogs and their assholes and then and rob was like, like is, is that, that a thing? thing i've never even heard of that you know what i see a lot of people who are too good to watch big business thank you on vh thank you make an effort i know Okay. Watch Big Business and see how that line is really supposed to supposed to be delivered by yeah. Lily Tomlin. Okay, is a frog's ass water tight? That's how you frog's say ass it. Water tight. Yeah. Not not so. does a frog have a water tight? Does a frog have a water tight asshole that retains water and keeps his feces on the inside? Yeah, no, you're doing it wrong. But also, you know, just because it's a recap, so you start thinking of it more. Doesn't everything have a water tight asshole? I mean. But I think a frog's things. is really watertight. It's like the difference between between like water resistant and waterproof. You know, <laughs> this asshole will keep working in up to six feet of water. Anything <laughs> below that, the asshole. Anything below that, you're getting douched. <laughs> so <laughs> you're going to need to put this asshole in a cup of rice to properly dry it out before you try making it work again. <laughs> Listen. Yes, I think most things do have watertight assholes. But the point is, you don't have to challenge the metaphor. Well, I mean, don't, other things shit in the woods other than bears. 
many non-bear things shit in the woods. Humans can shit in the woods. That's true. Parrots. Wow. Glad we're doing this. So um, now they're leaving, and Sharice is like, I'm sweating. Oh, wait, hold on. I've got a call. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Hi, Legency? <laughs> reservations, please? Hello, Buckingham Palace. Do you have any reservations, please? <laughs> Oh, and Ashley's like, I sweat a lot too. I'm just hoping that nothing seeps up. Now there's a frog without a water tiny asshole. Stop trying to make water tiny assholes happen. (laughs) 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 So then, on top of all those water tight asshole discussion, Shasha's like, I'm not wearing panties today. (laughs) So you better hope there's something tight. So then, uh, and Ashley's also not wearing panties. So to anyone who might be uh, doing a little Cape Fear under that car, you might be getting the view of <laughs> some, Shasha, some Shasha and Ashley as they get in those vans. <laughs> okay, so they get in the vans. Uh, they split up as usual. One van is Mia, Wendy, Jacqueline, and Wendy. Uh, Mia, Wendy, Jacqueline, and Wendy, and Karen. So Karen's like, well, I'm going to have a good time. I'm not going to waste any time on drama. Mia's like, well, I'm personally very glad that Sharice came. "Mm, Well, good. Yes, yes. Well, I'm really glad because I like her. Oh, yes, I like her. And Jacqueline, you know, ass kissing in the backseat is like, oh, yes, I like her very much, too. I'm so glad. She's such a good person. Right, Mia? (laughs) And Mia's like, well, Karen, I know she's not your favorite person. And Karen's like, well, don't speak for me, Mia. I'm, I'm opening to listen and seeing where it goes. And then then deciding once again, I no longer want to be friends with her. So I'm open to it. Well, here's where I stand on the issue. Who cares? How's that to have anything to do with you? You know, like we're all waiting to hear Mia's opinion about some relationship she's not involved in. So she's yeah. like, well, here's where I stand on it. I like Sharice. And Jacqueline's like, I like Sharice, too. She's like, I'm not talking to you, Jacqueline. <laughs> yeah, she just shuts down Jacqueline. Jacqueline's like, oh, she's like, why are you being nasty to me? She goes, we're friends, okay? But, like, Sharice, she was theatrical. Like, whenever, by the way, Mia, Mia only has one impersonation. And it's to do a weird kind of like whatever this voice is. She wants the call about needing her to have a proper accommodations. And I don't share bathrooms with females, okay? And I was like, girl, it's all girls in here. And it's my bathrooms, girl. Before I was on the fence, but now I'm on your side because what she's saying about you meeting up for lunch could just be more. Drama. And um, then she has a voice changer in the diary room that she's <laughs> she's imitating Sharice calling hotels through. And Wendy is listening to all this in the backseat and just looking like she wants to murder Mia. And I don't blame her because Mia is so yeah. full of shit. Wendy's just like, shut this woman Oh, please. <laughs> I know. Wendy's like, why am I in this van right now? Why, why, why? And then Mia goes, I mean, I don't know why she's so upset. She had a bed. She's doing a lot better than Candace. And Wendy's just <laughs> like, bitch. <laughs> she's like, I should be home waiting papers. 
So now um, in the other van, Robin's looking at, it looks like there's some sort of poll that's been associated with her their podcast, Reasonably Shady, because they're talking about pooping and stuff. She's like, what? People are really saying they haven't gone number two in front of their husband? What? You know, what? You know, one of my best friends won't poop in front of her husband. And Shasha's like, I've never done that. In fact, whenever I have to poop, you know what I do? I call up a hotel and say, Reservations, please. I need a room with a toilet. Thank you. Mohali, Missouri. Reservations, please. Hi, is this the Bellagio? Reservations, please. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So she's like, yeah, I never did that or fought it in front of my husband. And he's gone. You know, yeah. I don't know that you're a great one to be. <laughs> girl, girl. I don't know that you're a great one to speak on this. By the way, I, apologies. This is going to sound like a little animal getting killed right now as I insert the straw into my coffee. Okay, there we go. <laughs> that sounds like what Sharice has needed to do in front of a man for decades. <laughs> girl, I mean, you have to, like, I understand if you don't want to necessarily, like, defecate in the woods like a bear in front of your children in front of your your husband but like you you have to be able to fart i firmly believe you have to be able to fart in front of your loved one no way i mean i can but they can't i mean it's a question can i do it yes this is a question can they do it no no even my even my farts are hypocrites God, I hate that word I hate even saying that word so giselle's like if i'm needing to fart i'm gonna fart so then Robin uh, is like, well, I still walk around naked in front of my kids. I mean, Corey's 14, and I'll just walk around naked, or I'll be in the shower, and I'll be like, oh, boobies, washing between my legs. I don't care. And Giselle's like, yeah, they're older. They know what a coochie is. Cover yeah. that, Robin. <laughs> yeah, cover, cover that up. Okay. She's like, well, my mom. And then Ashley's like, well, my mom did that, too. And then Giselle's like, but you're a girl. Nah. She's like, no, with my brother in the house. I mean, none of us think of anything of it. And she still does it. It's like, <laughs> so yeah. much of Ashley always makes more and more sense. Oh, <laughs> uh, I look down even when I'm naked in case I pass a mirror. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> I don't want to see it. <laughs> I think it would scare my soul. You know how they say you shouldn't have mirrors of, uh, in your like actual bed bedroom, like where you can see yourself and you wake up because it scares your soul. And that's what oh. I'm like out of the shower. <laughs> like if, if, if I see myself, my school, my soul's going to be scared. Let's rock around like this. Who will scare your soul? <laughs> do I have stub toes often? Yes, I do. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm approaching the point in life where I'm just going to get a novelty size Christmas uh, gift and then cut a hole in it and walk around it. <laughs> Just in a giant box. <laughs> so then um, an ambulance or a fire truck or something passes by Giselle's Giselle's van. And she's like, they're coming to get you, Sharissa. Or maybe they just need to go take a shit. <laughs> and I'll start laughing. So now we go yeah. to bar one. And bar, bar one. is spelled lowercase b-a-r. And then one is spelled in all caps. So I like it. Because it's yeah. very Peter saying it. It's like, welcome to bar one. Um, is this, but is the, the irony of bar one is that I think this is the fourth bar one. So is this bar four? I mean, not to go well, for an easy pun, but like the bar, we have Atlanta, Charlotte, Baltimore, and now Miami or Miami, then Baltimore, but either way, it's not, it's, 
We're at bar three or four at this point. Uh, yeah, but you can't number them because then what if one goes under? Then you've only got like it's two, even. four, and six or whatever. Like, are they evens? You would have to remember, you know. Maybe it's just, maybe we've been saying bar one, but maybe it's just barone. Like everybody loves Raymond. So they go. Mia's like, hi, family. Hi, family. And it's just the host. Like, hi. Welcome. <laughs> she's acting like she's walked into La Bernadette. Like she's going to get like the chef's table in the kitchen. Okay. Hi, family. <laughs> hi, family. That's how she walks into a Jiffy Lube. Hi, family. <laughs> So they are seated outside, um, and uh, I don't know if you caught this, but it was like one of my favorite things because it was so Peter Thomas, which is that the outdoor area has big neon lettering in the Kyle Richards foyer art style that says, Peter's Patio. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I thought that was so funny that he names his patio, because you know they probably all have that. Peter's Patio. Peter's Patio. (laughs) Hey, I'm going to brand the patio. Peter's <laughs> patio. <laughs> like, oh, we had a lovely dinner last night at Bar One. We got to sit at Peter's patio. Yeah, it was pretty chic. So Wendy says, it's the perfect coincidence that we're eating here. Even if Peter is here, I'll say hi, but I don't want to talk anything work-related today. That can wait. That can wait until Monday. Mm-hmm. But she's got to know something's coming. Yeah, she, Wendy, she the knows. The thing that's shocking about Wendy is that she's always shocked. Because Wendy really does look genuinely shocked when all this starts going down. She's like, what? Like, what are you doing now? You know, what's this fucking cast doing now to try and get under my skin? Yeah. You know? She probably senses, like, okay, we're at bar one. So I'm being set up for something. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. So, um... They sit down, and then Mia starts. <laughs> Mia's, they're talking about hookah, and Mia's like, I don't do hookah. But she does it all the time. She points at Jacqueline, it's like, she does it all the time. And Jacqueline's like, not all the time. <laughs> As if it's like somehow, like, a terrible you character sound like flaw. like a drug addict. Yeah, that's what she says. <laughs> like, like, oh, hookah's not addict. a drug, though, right? It's just smoke. Yeah, Am I wrong? Like incense. It's like little incense kind of cubes, breathable incense. Yeah. Um, so basic. By the way, if you do, if you're the type of person who's like, "Oh my God, we're totally going hookahing," you're basic. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm I'm not speaking to you personally because this is just a podcast, but I am talking directly to you. You're basic. Stop. I um Stop. Uh, I I hate hookah. Um, and I know it's like has a lot of cultural significance to to certain cultures, but it's more about for me. I just don't like incenses and smells, and like I don't like fruity smoke. And so, like, if I'm walking behind someone who's vaping and they have, like, some sort of strawberry vape and you see, like, that cloud, like, emerge from them and you're like, Wah! And so, for me, hookah is, like, all the smells uh, that I am, like, that make my skin crawl. So, oh, it. yeah, thanks. Thanks, I Ronnie. Blowing some vape smoke <laughs> in your face. Totally get it. I hate things that smell that you inhale. Um, so, uh, Robin wants to hook, yeah, hookah, hookah. And, uh, I'm talking, I'm not talking about cultural hookah, you know, I'm no, I know, I know you're not like in other countries. I'm just saying like strip mall hookah joints in America. Stop it. <laughs> yes. Okay. I know what you're talking about. That's not you're somewhere talking- I want to meet you for a drink. <laughs> yeah. So um, then, uh, Mia's like, well, I did New Year's here when he did his opening, and I came to the club in Charlotte, and I came to the club in Poughkeepsie, Buffalo. <laughs> that was a big one. That was huge. I went in there a little differently. There I went in and said, hi, fam, hi. 
when he opened up the one in Palmdale, California, I was like, fam, I am there. Save me a spot at Peter's Palmdale patio. Hmm. So they order their drinks and um, they ask when Candace is coming. She's coming at 10 tonight. And Ashley's like, well, the air is going to be a little different when Candace is here. She has a chip on her shoulder right now. You started it. <laughs> I know. I love You put the chip there. You literally opened up a bag of Lay's, selected one, and put it on her shoulder. You poured a whole, you know, <laughs> pounder bag of Pringles over her, and then <laughs> can, I guess I should say. No. Pring, pring, you literally went ruffles. to Disney World, shoplifted one of the rescue rangers, and put it on her shoulder. And it wasn't Dale. <laughs> <laughs> you literally asked the cast of chips to sit on her shoulder. Now you're like, she has a chip on her shoulder. You, Literally have Diana Jenkins' boyfriend, Asher, and you put him on her (laughs) shoulder. Think about it. See it all the way through, people. (laughs) Uh, So, Robin's like, oh, yeah, you know, I mean, I guess you have an issue because you all were apparently just screaming at each other, talking about each other's husbands, right? And then we see a clip of Candace screaming, you lying-ass vindictive bitch! And Ashley's like, well, I just think that sometimes when a mirror is held in front of her face, she doesn't like it. And if I'm the mirror, then so be it. By the way, did anyone hear something about me saying her friend had her butt, my friend had her butt touched? Because I didn't say that. And Wendy's like, well, somebody did repeat that. Somebody did. I heard Somebody repeated that. And just I was like, I promise you that was said. And then, of course, it wasn't said. Right. Because we said this last week where Giselle went back and that band was like, said that Chris was squeezing a butt. We're like, but Ashley never said something about squeezing a butt. Yeah. So then, um, uh, basically, what... <laughs> So now, like, it became, now they're all talking about it, they heard about butt, and then Mia's like, well, Candace doesn't have a whole lot of booty, so, he, so Chris probably wanted to test it out. Yeah, um, so Robin's, Robin's still going, someone said butt? And just, I was like, I heard it, I heard it. So then, um, they're all telling us, just, I was like, I heard side and butt, and Robin's like, I heard that he slid his hand up her thigh and then grabbed her butt. Uh, and Mia's like, yeah, she, booty of us. It's the booty of us. So then we cut to Mia just going, <laughs> Ash, and Ash is like, no, what I was saying was that, like, he leaned in at the bar like this. I'm like, so that's even, I, I feel like leaning in on a bar does not qualify as anything noteworthy. No. <laughs> and, the, <laughs> and that's how you order a drink. How else are you supposed yeah. to order a drink? Stand up straight at the bar? No, you lean over the bar and order a drink. Yeah, this sounds like uh, Ash's friend projected something onto that body language there that may not have been. I mean, maybe it was there, but I think it's also equally as likely that there wasn't anything there. That lady from Mommy's Club is trying to have a moment, okay? I hope they keep her at the park. You are not invited onto this show with your fakery, madame. So then Ashley's like, I just said he leaned on the bar. I even gestured it. Hold on, let me do it again. Like that. And she's always like, and then he rubbed her butt. And she's like, no, I didn't say that. So they're all cracking up. So now they're ordering fried salmon bites. Yeah, what's that? I can't get behind that. I'm sorry. I don't know. What is a fried salmon bite? You know what? I'm going to take a look. I'm going to Google fried salmon bites. 
salmon okay, bites are one. And okay. while we're waiting, um, hello, the opposite house in Beijing, reservations, please. <laughs> Ronnie, someone's at your door. Um, there's uh, some people working on some stuff downstairs, and that's going to just happen over and over. Sorry, oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it was the team from the Venetian Hotel <laughs> calling to say that they have a reservation for me. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I don't know that uh, salmon, fried salmon. I mean, fried fish, yes. Oh, wait, wait, is this it? Is this it? Wait, I'm going to check. This can't be it. It, it is. Oh, my God. Okay. No, it, it's here. Uh, where can I put it? I'm going to text you. We'll have That's to remember to put this. No, no, it looks terrible. <laughs> terrible. It like, okay, hold on. I'm, I've got to find you my text. Okay. <laughs> it looks like, it looks like a, uh, a plate of like chicken nuggets with like a hollandaise sauce or something. It's probably a honey mustard with like random, maybe pepper garnish. I don't know. Just someone who eats, I'm someone who eats a lot of salmon and I've overcooked it and it's just, it doesn't work. Okay. I can't imagine fried salmon bites. Don't like it there. I said it. I mean, I feel like they're probably like, I would not be surprised if, if there was like some, like maybe there's like a Caribbean recipe that's like fried salmon. So like I'd be, so maybe that's where it's hailing from, but this presentation, (laughs) it's just like, it's just like a, I'm just not behind it there yeah said it. Um, so giselle's like well i'm about you two sharice and karen I, i'm so excited that you spoke at the airport and it was so nice you both had smiles on your face right karen and we see the clip of karen being like mm, hello sharice mm. <laughs> looking directly in the camera like this be my favorite my favorite shot of the season <laughs> So Karen's like, yes, we did. We had smiles on our faces. And Giselle's like, yes, you had a smile. Uh, and Shasha's like, I did have a smile. And we <laughs> Go ahead, I'm sorry. No. No, Giselle's like, have have you spoken then since then? Uh? And Shasha just puts up her hand like, <laughs> and Karen goes, Giselle. Because they just know Giselle's trying to start shit. Right. But I like when they showed Sharice. She's like, I smiled. And then they show her smiling. And she's giving a Jennifer Coolidge smile like that. <laughs> I've just been completely humiliated, but I'm trying to smile. She's like, <laughs> so um, she's trying to start shit, obviously, Giselle. And so um, Sharice goes, okay, I'll play. Right. So she's like, well, when you have someone telling people that you're coming from a bad place and Karen goes, who said that? Who said that? And she said, Myth Wendy. So then we see a clip of them talking earlier and Wendy is saying, well, when I was talking to Karen, I asked how she feels about me inviting you. And she says she's good and she's in a good place. And I said, well, how would you feel if the person may not be coming from a good place that you're trying to be in a good place with? (laughs) Teresa's like. So I'm not coming from a good place. She goes, well, I don't know if you're coming from a good place. Are you coming from a good place? <laughs> so then we cut total. back. And- <laughs> <laughs> it's like total blatant pot stirring. <laughs> but it's pot stirring about Sharice right to her face, right? Which, yeah. You know, I give her credit for that. But also Sharice is now trying to use that against Wendy. Like Wendy did something wrong, which she really didn't. I don't think. 
so then Sharice is like, uh, no, Wendy says, oh, she's just trying to deflect. This has nothing to do with me, okay, Sharice? This has everything to do between you and Karen, and you have this energy for me, but you have yet to open your mouth for her. And Sharice goes, I have nothing. I have no energy for you. I have nothing. You know, literally, literally nothing. Hello, high place. I'm even <laughs> trying you. Reservations, please. I mean, I really have no energy for anything at this point. I've been trying to get reservations all day long to get out of this Airbnb. So I'm really drained, to be honest. Okay. So Wendy's like, um, she's like, Wendy's like, well, are you scared of her? Are you scared of her? And Mia's like, Wendy, 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 Wendy. And Wendy's like, well, you were just in the car saying how you understand why Karen doesn't fuck with Charisse. So, so now Wendy's pulling me into it. They're just all tattletaling on each other. So Wendy's like, you just said that five minutes ago. You just said that. And Rob was like, what did you say? And he's like, well, I didn't say that first of all. What I did say was the room situation. You were a little Robin's like, well, she has zero bathroom. Zero. She, she, zero. She has bathroom. zero bathrooms in her vicinity. In her vicinity. She's in a house with five bathrooms for crying out loud. It's called get a bathrobe. So uh, so Shasha's like, how was I theatrical? I was very, very calm about that. Okay. And Mia goes, honey, I'm not used to these kinds of accommodations. Darling, it's hot in here. I said, I can see. I'm on your side because... You know, you're being very theatrical. And Jacqueline goes, now that was what was said. That right there, that's what was... Shut up, Jacqueline. <laughs> like, shut up. Are you paid to do this? Be quiet. No one's talking to you, lady. So the answer then, probably um, yes, by the way. Yes, yeah. So then Sharice <laughs> is like, so you're more understanding to what? Yeah, because you said you wanted to have lunch, and she didn't respond, and she said you asked her for lunch, and so if you're going to have lunch, and you're the one who said you're going to have lunch, but then you don't ask for lunch, I gotcha! <laughs> well, listen, you said you wanted to have lunch, and it, has, and it hasn't happened, right? But I'm willing to listen to you, and I'm not the one who invited you to lunch. You invited me! And so Shasha's like, can I finish? Can I finish? Reservations. Sorry, I just needed to finish the word reservations. <laughs> the reason well, why I was... in Finland for reservations, hopefully. <laughs> finish reservations, finish oh. reservations. <laughs> Hello, fancy hotel in Dubai that has the fish tank at the at the window. <laughs> you have a reservation, please. So she's like, um, the re the reason why I was asking you to lunch is because I was trying to understand what your issue is with me. And oh, like, really, you don't understand <laughs> going on national TV and accusing her of fucking Mister Blue Eyes or Old Blue Eyes or whatever. Really, you don't understand how that would be an issue. Weird. <laughs> Weird. She's so theatrical. So uh, Karen's like, well, people grow apart all the time, and I have evolved, and I'm in a different place. Quite literally, I'm the ambassador to Surrey County! <laughs> and that's it. And this disappointment in the past, I would rather leave it in the past, and I don't go backwards. I only go forwards, which is why it takes me a very long time to return from the bathroom. I just want to go along the left-hand left -hand wall until I reach the table again. Sharice is like, no, 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 no,
trying to back out. And uh, Karen's like, I go forward, forward, not backward. Well, how do you go forward when you don't know what the issue is? Well, you put it in drive and pray there's not a trash can or a rabbit anywhere in front of you to hit. Those things pop like little furry balloons. (laughs) I didn't know what the rabbit did when I ran over it. It went like this. Little straw humor. I heard so, a noise. It was probably still living, and then I went backwards, and it was officially dead. And that's when I learned: never go backwards, <laughs> only forwards. I took out all the mirrors in my car because I have no need for them. I'm never going backwards again. So Sharice is like Kel and Hugo. I'm like, really? You can't even get through one diary room line. Who brought Sharice back? But she's like, Kelly Hugo has been avoiding me since day one. I think she thinks I know all of the secrets. And she's probably right. Well, then I guess you just answered your question about what the issue is, didn't you? Figured it so. out. <laughs> Amazing. So, so Karen's like, because Karen's kind of trying to politely demure. She's trying to kind of or or deflect be like i'm not trying to get into it with you i'm being polite you should be reading between the lines and finally she says well you haven't been calling me for the, my phone for the past five years so why now why now i mean god is great god is good lord we thank you for this food amen happy birthday happy birthday to me happy birthday to me i'm gonna sing this song Five, nine more times. Five, nine. Five, nine. Um, by the way, I don't think this show, I know they brought Sharice back, but I think they all hate her because Sharice is the only one whose diary room is like this. She's like, you know what I think about, Karen? Like, why are you guys right up in her face? Move back a little. She got the Joe Gorga cameraman. That's why. <laughs> So then we see green lightning, dun dun dun, and then we get some dramatic Christmas tinkle music. It's like fine, like Tim Burton music, but then it turns really evil. So Karen's asking again. So we've just been to commercial, by the way, in case you didn't get that. So yeah. Karen's like, why now? And um, she keeps on with her singing to herself and stuff. And Giselle's like, what is happening? And Sharice is like, if you want to use the word deflect, this is deflect. <laughs> And Giselle's like, that's a good one, Sharice. Giselle's like, <laughs> Karen, nah, he's a mess. Just explain what your issue is with Sharice so we can now all just move on. Uh, but the more you don't want to talk to Sharice, the more I want to know why. Uh. Oh, this is good. Mm, this is delicious. What is this, fried salmon? Never thought of such a thing. It's delicious. Anyone try it? It's good. Have you tried it? Mm, choo, 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 choo. Here's five, eight. Here's five, eight. And five, nine going into your mouth. Five, nine. <laughs> I love Karen's um, like uh, pride over being 59 years old. Because I think by, I don't think that's like a standout birthday, I, but she's treating it like it is like the Queen's Jubilee, R.I.P. She's like, five, nine, thank you all for being here. Five, nine, what a year. Yeah, it's pre-60. That's your last year before you're 60, you know, so you just yeah. celebrate it up. So Wendy's like, oh, Peter, I didn't know you were in Miami. And Peter's like, you didn't call me? She goes, check your text. Check your text, mm-hmm. Peter. So Peter goes around and he kisses kisses everyone hello and everything. And Mia's like, hi, brother. Hi, hi, family. Food is on point. Hi, Peter. And um, he's just like, you know, being a host. Like, hey, Peter's proof. 
And um, he's talking oh, about Wendy how- is Wendy is so Wendy, isn't she? She's like, oh, Peter, I see that you have the Nigerian strip there. Is that new? And he's like, uh, no, it's been there. <laughs> I mean, this one. Yeah, I stole Nigeria's strip from you. Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, you guys should come back tomorrow. Uh, we have children's reading hour at the bar at 2. <laughs> anyway, everyone have a good night. I'll talk to you later. So he walks off, and there's, like, no evidence whatsoever that there's a beef, right? Well, he so does Ash- tell Wendy, let me know when you're done and come talk to me, okay? Okay. Yeah, but there's nothing... He's nice. He's like nice and friendly to them all. Right. And he's not passive aggressive. And so Ashley is like, wow, like he was really, he was just like happy. And he was like in his own jovial Jamaican self. And um, maybe he was like joking about the stuff he said about Wendy. So Mia's like, I mean, he is a jokester, you know, like everyone knows, like famously, Peter Thomas, comedy. The concepts go together. Hilarious. (laughs) How many times do we think back to all those funny things that Peter has said on Bravo over the years? Am I right? It's just hilarious. You know, when we were growing up, Peter is the one who actually suggested Monique put an apostrophe in her name. I mean, he he did that in kindergarten. God, I love him. Hilarious. He is the one who said, for Mrs. Doubtfire make sure there's a scene with a pie because it'll be hilarious. He, and it's <laughs> iconic. That's that, Peter that Thomas. That movie used touch. to be called Mrs. Believe Fire. And he said, that's <laughs> not going to work. That's not going to work. <laughs> the bird cage was originally called the bird box. And guess what? Now bird box is something else. And it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> so um Charisse goes to the ladies' room, not to poop, presumably. And then um Mia's like, Well, I'm gonna go talk to my brother, uncle, father, and aunt. That's how family we are. Okay, I'll be right back. So Ashley's like, We'll be here waiting. And Wendy's looking down at Ashley trying to figure out what the hell is going on, because obviously Mia's doing something, right? So Giselle's like, um, Karen, uh, you need to have a conversation. You and Charisse, that's my only ask. Get back to a good place. So Karen's like, Giselle, no, I wasn't the one who asked for lunch, Giselle. Mm, this is a 5-9 you see sitting here. 5-9 does not chase around for lunch. <laughs> this is a 5-9 sitting in front of me. And I'm proud of it. 5-9, my birthday. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Hey, what's, what's that right in front of you, Giselle? A plate, da, a little bit further. Some flowers, a little bit further. Your plate, uh, a little bit further. You, that's right, it's a five nine nah. <laughs> What's a five nine nah? I'm so proud of it. Really, I am. 59, Giselle. Happy birthday, do man. She starts that whole thing again. And Giselle's just like, Jesus Christ. You're the one trying to push his nonsense storyline, okay? So then, meter, meter. That's me and Peter's couple. <laughs> yeah. Mia. So Mia goes to talk to Peter, and Sharice is now standing with them. And Mia's like, what are you doing hiding from us? Gosh, it's just like when we were in the second grade, always hiding. So you gotta tell me, what's the beef? (laughs) Well, Wendy and I, we, uh, we talked about doing a project together. And Mia's like, oh, did you just meet Wendy? And he goes, yeah, not too long ago. You know, not too long ago, Fred. 
And so Peter's, uh, Peter's like, you know, uh, I, sent, I sent Wendy some paperwork, and I haven't heard anything else back. Huh? And she's like, oh, she didn't respond. He goes, no, she didn't respond. I'm like, Peter, that's when you send an email that says, just, just uh, following up, just circling back. Do we have a response on, answer on this? If you're doing business, you don't do business like you're dating. Where if you don't right. hear something back, you're just like, well, I guess she's not interested in me. You send a follow-up email. Also, don't send your contracts over text either, by the way. Don't He's do that. also calling it One Society Steakhouse. And um, he says that she wanted to be a part of it. No, she wanted to open a Nigerian restaurant with you. So what's this One Society Steakhouse? Are there texts proving that she even agreed to that? I'll trust well, me. maybe one society is like the holding group or something. Who oh, knows? Maybe. But, but either so way. She's she like, did. oh, she didn't even bother to respond. And Sharice is like, I got to go. But I just want to say, Peter, I want to pick your brain. Not today. Not today. But I'm looking on doing a lounge, a champagne lounge. What are you not hearing? <laughs> Who is listening to this conversation and being like, you know what? I want to give this guy hundreds of thousands of dollars. Seems dependable. <laughs> I know, and I love that Shasha is, is trying to like resuscitate her champagne thing that she failed to get off the ground many years ago with my champagne room. Also, I love that Shasha is just hanging around with Mia after Mia threw Shasha under the bus with Karen like two yeah. seconds ago. Yeah, exactly. So, but so she's like, got the big restaurant connection where you just have to say, you know what? I should own a lounge because I like champagne. Oh, yeah, I'm going to have a champagne lounge. Great. <laughs> well, are you going to blow me off the way Wendy blows me off? Huh? And she's like, I'm not Wendy. I am not Wendy. Okay. Uh, hold on one second. Hello. Is this the Wendy Hotel Bar and Grill? <laughs> Reservations, please. <laughs> so um, she walks off and Mia's like, well, her check's so clear. So do you think that she really cut out on your deal, Peter? And he's like, I don't know her like that. So then why do you have a beef about it? Well, I'm just a little slighted that she's coming to my restaurant in my city and didn't even holler at me. Yeah, she's giving your fucking restaurant publicity like everybody else on this show you fucking user yeah and and mia's like time is money and the early burn gets the worm and furthermore that's the way the cookie crumbles and there's no use crying over spilt milk especially when you have a cake that you can't eat it too am i right waste not what not you're only as good as your last scissor sit am i right <laughs> so um, Wendy, now Mia tells us, Wendy, you have a contract under review. You haven't responded. If you need time, say that. Or if you don't have the money, say that. Well, first of all, or like, what do you have anything to do with this, Mia? It's literally not your deal. Maybe Wendy didn't reach out to Peter because she didn't know they were going to bar one until a little while ago. Maybe she didn't reach out to Peter because she's still trying to figure out that contract and doesn't want to be like, oh, hey, Peter, what's going on? Knowing that Peter will be like, what's going on with the contract? Like, 
I don't think it's, or maybe she doesn't want to contact Peter it's because your business. It's she doesn't want your to goddamn business woman. Okay. So she's like, well, I don't think me, Wendy even knows what she wants to do. Okay. And he goes, yeah, cause she's a professor. Yeah. And she sells candles <laughs> and now she wants to be in the restaurant industry. And Peter's like, yeah, you're bugging. She's like, no, I'm serious. If you want to, if you don't want to waste your time, put your money on Cherise. He's not putting his money. They're putting their money. That's yeah. Also, uh, if I remember correctly from the Real Housewives of Atlanta, Peter had Bar One and the Cynthia Bailey modeling agency and a coffee company. And I think there was one other thing. So, you know, when we talk about brand coherency, I don't know if Peter's always the one to talk. So uh, either way, Ashley is, um, they're back at the table. Ashley's talking about how it took her a while to gel with Mia. And Jacqueline's like, yeah, like Mia can be like a bit much when you first meet her. And like, I try to explain that to her sometimes. And I'm like, like, it's just like, I'm like, girl, I'm like, it's a lot. Okay. It's Mia. It's a lot. Okay. And since I've like known her since we've been kids. So I'm like, okay with it. But like, if I met her as an adult, I probably, would we be friends? I'm not sure. I don't know if you would be or not, but I can tell you this. If you just met, um, if you didn't know her right now, you wouldn't have deodorant, soap, toothpaste, or tampons. Okay? True. So, I do know that. So, Giselle's like, what is she talking about down there? And they're like, oh, she's shit-talking me already. She's like, oh, fun. So, Jacqueline's like, yeah, I mean, I'm probably her only friend that doesn't go, like, you know, doesn't go with all the shit she has going on. You know what I mean? And Mia comes back. And so Giselle's like, so what was that about? And she's like, well, earlier I was on a FaceTime call with Peter, which is much more important than a regular call. And I said, "Who's?" he asked who's coming. And I said, Wendy, Karen, Jacqueline, Ashley, Candace, maybe, fried salmon bites, hopefully a lot of family. But get to the point, Mia. He has beef with Wendy. And then when and Wendy goes, I don't have beef with Ben. So what's the beef? <laughs> Basically implying, like, here's Peter fighting with women again. And yes. Mia goes, Wendy, don't start it. And Wendy's like, don't start what? Because that's my fucking family, okay? So don't start it, Wendy. She's like, what are you trying to do? You're doing way too much here. If he wants to have beef, he can call my husband to have beef with my husband. And Mia's like, um, he said that he sent you the contract. He said that he didn't hear anything back from you. So... What a nosy nosy biatch right now like what are you doing inserting yourself into uh into this literal business that's happening so the producer asks uh what's this what's the status of your potential business partnership with peter did he send you any paperwork to sign so wendy was like no not to sign but to review and he actually owes me something and uh, he sent me over the first red line to the landlord and i wanted to conduct a site visit uh, on the restaurant, and I haven't heard any, I haven't heard from him since the text message. And we see a text message where Peter has texted this contract, which, by the way, is hilarious. Um, I guess I mean it's fine to text a contract, but I just kind of feel like when you're doing business, you would email it. I don't know, whatever. But then um, she responds back and is like, "Awesome, will we be able to do a site visit?" And then Peter says, "I will see." And then there's nothing else after that. Yeah. 
So then um, Mia's like, so, um, yeah, I haven't heard from him since then. Or Wendy says, I haven't heard from him since then. And so Mia's like, um, so you'd think you would let him know that you are coming, right? She's like, is he my man? Like, why would I let him know that I'm coming to my aunt? What are you talking about? And yeah. she's like, well, he's opening up this opportunity for you to learn, study, and be his mentee. <laughs> what a great honor. <laughs> <laughs> just like a Fulbright scholarship for crying out loud. And just, I was like, well, that makes sense. Uh, that makes sense. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And Wendy's like, the only man I let know I'm coming into town is my husband. And Mia's like, but you need to get, get past that because there are no families in business. I'm like, well, there is a term called a family business, but that's fine. Also, so you goes, just claimed all over social media that your business was just stolen by your family. So, <laughs> so Wendy goes, that? <laughs> Wendy goes, sweetie, maybe you talk to other men like that, but I don't need to. And Mia goes, I'm the only female, black female, that's at the boardroom table. Okay? And Wendy goes, and I'm the only black female that's a professor at Johns Hopkins, and I'm the youngest professor at Johns Hopkins, so don't tell me how to be a boss, because I am a fucking boss. You understand that? <laughs> like, no, that's you all- should know what I'm saying, man. <laughs> Mia's like, she doesn't want to hear it, right? And she goes, no, because she's talking to me about a man that's not my husband. And Mia goes, it's business. Why are you talking? Why are you talking about your husband? It's like, well, why are you talking... It's business. Why are you talking about this at all, Mia? And why is Peter going behind Wendy's back and telling everybody his business? Like, that's not, that's professional. It's ridiculous. And this is when it starts to go. And this is what's crazy. They're trying so hard in this episode. Giselle just keeps trying to start this thing between Sharice and Karen, which is not going to happen. It's like a non-starter. Ashley's already trying to start with Candace, who isn't there. Then you've got Mia trying to start this thing with Peter, and it's so obvious what she's doing, and it's so obvious what Peter's doing. I just wish Wendy would be like, none of your fucking business. Like, why is she giving this any... Oh, I also I was, like, honestly surprised that she was, at no point she said, this is about business, and none of it is yours. I was like, hello, the line is right there, and no one said at any point, this is none of your your literal business. None (laughs) of your literal business. So... Wendy is like, don't tell me what the what the what the fuck to do. Like maybe that's how you and your husband play, how me and my husband play. We don't play like that. Period. Period. Yeah. And so she's like, why do you keep saying your husband and some bass now? So what does your husband have to do with with this? It's not marriage. And just so I was like, yeah, that's weird. That's weird. And Wendy's like, don't tell me what to do. You know, like uh, I'm not in town for business. And then Mia just out of nowhere throws her drink. <laughs> I mean, she's trying so hard. She just throws her drink, and I guess her thing is like, well, you're talking about my family. Peter is not your family. And she didn't say anything about Peter. What? Well, because because also Mia's dumb, because Wendy has been relatively chill this season. You know, she and Robin got into it at um, TikTok dance class. But Wendy's been pretty chill. But Wendy, you know, she she can argue circles around, I would argue, I would argue all these women. I mean, when she gets going, she, I mean, she is tenacious and, um, she just, she's just a killer arguer in a way that I actually really respect. Cause I'd be like, here's what I say. I don't 
like that, you know, but she just is like, she's quick and she comes on, but she's relentless. Not really. And I, I mean, her, she is relentless and she, I think she's just a repeater. She just repeats one, she picks well, one phrase and just goes over, yells as loud yeah, as Yeah, but she, she finds a phrase, but the phrase she finds is usually, I think, a good one. And she is, she just hammers it and hammers it and hammers it. And so then Mia's now like, eh. so now she just, Mia doesn't have anything left to do. She has, she has no other talking points. So she just throws the drink. So lame. So she throws a drink and then, um, let me see, where's the drink? So then Ashley's like, no, too close to me, too close to me. And by the way, this mostly missed Wendy. It got like part of <laughs> it her hair. Went and across. then uh, Wendy's like, oh, so that's what you wanted to do was throw a, was throw a drink at me. And so now the guard is there. It's like a security guard. And uh, Mia's like, you are not going to talk about my husband, which is it's just a very sad Beverly Hills, you know. We do not talk about the husband. And so she's like, get up from the table, Wendy. And Wendy's like, hey, what are you going to do? So now Wendy does stand up. And I'm like, oh, my right. God. Why are you giving this dumbass any kind of attention? I'm like, you're playing right into her hand. So then Robin over there is going, oh, yeah, she's very antagonistic. She's very antagonistic. Shut up, Robin. What are you talking about? Mia just threw a drink on Wendy. And look, you're getting me on Wendy's side, but this is bullshit. Well, team uh, Wendy well, all, on this one. Um, no, t- no, it was it was like clearly Team Wendy. This whole thing, and Robin saying you're being so antagonistic. Well, Robin has not, is not only like recording this on her phone; she actually has the flash on. It's like blatantly that she is recording. And by the way, you know who's really antagonistic? Giselle. I love Giselle, but where's this energy for Giselle as one of them? biggest antagonizers on this cast or on bravo you know but all of a sudden robin's gonna be like wendy is so antagonistic um and me so, telling the guard if you don't get her out i swear to god and jacqueline's like we're too hot to be acting shut up jacqueline just be quiet i'm not even gonna finish your line in this recap you're so annoying and so robin starts filming it and she's like i'm tmc what's up y'all and then it says rdz the robin dixon zone dun 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 and then uh, Wendy's like, so you, so now Wendy's just going because now Wendy has found, she's found Mia's nerve, and she's like, she's like, so you and your husband can go and fuck other women and men, okay? And Giselle's like, whoa, uh, what does fucking men and women have to do with this? Ah, uh, Karen. Then Karen just turns to Robin's phone and goes, I'm confused. It's my birthday. Happy <laughs> birthday to me, five nine. Congratulations, RDZ. You're looking at a five nine. <laughs> looking straight into the RDZ camera. So funny. <laughs> so then Jacqueline walks me. Jacqueline's telling me, look, look at all you worked so hard for. Do you want to mess that up? You know, someone needs an adjustment, Missy, and it's you. Okay. <laughs> and Wendy's like, what kind of boss throws a drink? What kind of boss throws a drink? And so she just keeps repeating that over and over because she's yes. on her. Wendy is pissed, so she's just going to repeat a phrase thing. And so Giselle goes, obviously, this one. Nah. And she's like, you thought I was going to fight you? 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 you and being antagonistic. <laughs> You're being antagonistic. If you don't want to fight, then stop. And then Wendy's like, oh, so you're telling me to stop when she threw the drink on me, Robin? <laughs> Which is exactly correct. This That's what I'm talking about. Like, that Wendy, like, you know, Wendy is right there to be like, no, I'm going to, I'm, she always has a counter argument ready to go at any given moment. Because Robin always does it. They always do this. It's like they do whatever they can 
to go at somebody. And then when the person gets mad, they're like, oh, my God, you're so antagonistic. Also, Robin got in trouble for saying aggressive at another uh, reunion. And so now she's just chosen antagonistic. <laughs> and she's just going <laughs> to hammer that into the ground. Like, that's a lot better. So Robin's like, if you want to fight, then fight. And if you don't want to fight, then be quiet. You had no problem with Mia coming out here and yelling about business that wasn't hers over and over again. Be quiet, Robin. So Wendy's like, um, you want to throw a drink on me because of Peter Thomas? You threw a drink on me because you're fucking Peter Thomas? What, you want to fuck Peter Thomas or you are fucking him? Then throw a drink on me because I wouldn't talk to someone not my husband. You corn, You're corny, you crater face bitch. I was like, oh, God, now Wendy's going to crater face? Oh, no. Yeah, Wendy's... <laughs> <laughs> so then Mia turns around because at this point Mia is like walking. Mia and Jacqueline are walking off when when Wendy is like create a face, bitch. So then Mia turns around and goes, "Well, what you're not gonna do? What you're not gonna do?" Which is my favorite reality re- reality TV line. What you're not gonna do? And Wendy goes, "What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do?" And just I was like, "Just chill, just chill." And now she goes, "Did she throw her drink on you?" And because at this point now Mia's off and Wendy's back, sitting back down, and Wendy's like, "Yeah, she got on my head." but I got wet and wavy, so I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, she's like, yeah, let her go. Quater face, quater face. I'm like, okay, Wendy. That was, like, tacky enough the first time, but please, it's like, now that's your repeater line. So Karen's like, Robin, turn off that phone. And she's like, no, we're not going to have a he said, she said. And Wendy's like, um, Karen, your friend threw a drink on me. And Ashley's like, let's be fair. Those were some shots fired when she threw a drink. And if someone threw a drink at me, some shit's going down. And um, they're like, how did that miss Karen? And she's like, girl, niggas, God loves me. That's how. (laughs) And Ashley's like, yeah, Karen was like in the Matrix right now. She's like Neo in that bitch. And so they do a whole (laughs) Matrix segment of Karen, like, in green lights and numbers falling from the sky, like, avoiding the drink. Yeah. And then Mia is now like walking around she's like i need to calm down when i say i'm learning i am fucking i'm living i am pissed and i snapped and you're mad at me don't come for my husband so now all of a sudden mia has a boundary all of a sudden like don't come for my i can come for your business dealings all i want but like you can't come for my husband no so Jacqueline's, Jacqueline's basically like, let her have her moment, whatever. We came to Miami to have a good time, not to fight. We came here to just have a girl's trip, share deodorant, which we should be doing. If you have that deodorant, I will take it now. It's not too late. You know, just let's have a good time. So back at the table, Robin's like, no, I'm not saying she was right for throwing a drink. I'm just saying you keep antagonizing and you kept talking and kept talking and kept talking. She's defending herself against Mia attacking her at the table. What is she supposed to do? So Wendy's like, okay, well, let me throw this twink on you. What the fuck would you do, Robin? And Giselle's like, well, you're not doing that. And then Mia comes back and she's like, I took a couple of seconds, but I'm coming back to my table at the dinner I am hosting at my family's restaurant. (laughs) I know. And then then, um, Karen's like, well... Now, Mia, throwing a drink is never cool, right? And she goes, I I don't care. She was talking about my husband, not my family, because that's Peter, but my actual husband. And Karen was like, I heard, I heard her. And Mia's like, and you're defending her? You're defending her right now? And Karen's like, no, I just, I don't think you should throw a drink. And Wendy shouldn't have talked about the husband. 
And so Mia's like, oh, so you're defending her. You're defending her. And first of all, she didn't talk about your husband before you threw the drink. Okay. Yes. And that's very important. She hinted at it because she was saying, we're not like you and your husband. She mm-hmm. did say that, which is kind of hinting. But Mia only knows what she's hinting at because Mia's the one who's made it her like a wacky, fun fun-loving ex-stripper storyline that she and uh, her husband have kind of like an open threesome-type marriage. Like, she's made that her wacky storyline. So that's what Wendy's coming for. So it's not like she's saying, oh, wow, I heard that your husband had an affair with so-and-so and and blah, 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 blah. You brought this evidence into the courtroom. Madam! So Karen's basically saying, yeah, well, she shouldn't talk about your husband, but you shouldn't have thrown that drink. So Giselle goes, you're humping, ah, you're humping, ah. And Karen goes, well, two wrongs don't make it right. I will hump the fuck out of a fence if I have to, because I am five, nine, and five's on one side, and nine's on the other, and I bring them together to be one 59-year-old on a fence. And I'm a friend to everybody. It's even your raggedy ass, Giselle. And Giselle's like, oh, no, 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 no. And so Wendy's like, you got, you know, you... Put your hand in my... Oh, no. So well, Mia like, starts pointing. over there. Yeah, she's pointing at Wendy. She's pointing across uh, Karen, who's in between them, pointing at Wendy. And she's like, well, she was sitting there saying... And Wendy says, you got one time to put your hand in my motherfucking face, Mia. And she's like, oh, it's in your face. What are you going to do? So then Wendy gets up again and starts repeating, you got one motherfucking time over and over and over and over and over and over. <laughs> She's over like, I let over. you, I let you slide with the drink and I'll let you, I let you slide with the motherfucking drink. I let you slide with the drink. So she sort of like surges forward. And then security pulls it's Wendy like back. She's trying, when Wendy gets in a fight, it's like, she's trying to write lyrics for a song. She's just like, I let you slide with the drink. 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 And the door goes clink. Got it. Wipe it down. Wipe it down. Wipe it down. Reservations. <laughs> so then, um, so security pulls her. But while Wendy is like going forward towards Mia, she sort of like falls forward. And so her hand kind of like, sort of like grabs Karen's back to brace herself. And Karen goes, don't touch me. Why the fuck am I being touched? Did I just get hit? Did I get hit? Oh. <laughs> oh my god so then the guard is pulling her pulling wendy back because yeah wendy like tried to lunge at mia and he held her back and so she ended up kind of hitting karen in the back or whatever so the guard's like taking her out and he's like don't let her get you like that sweetie he said like sweetie or something he's like you better not do that don't let her get you like that and mm-hmm. mia's like uh, you need to kick her ass out, motherfucking ghetto ass. I was like, oh my god, Mia, you're already bad. It's already bad enough for you. Just shut your fucking mouth, please. So Wendy comes back to the table and just I was like, what was that about? Uh, and Karen goes, can somebody get out of this? I mean, my back. I think I'm injured. <laughs> I'm falling and I can't get up. Five nine. And Giselle goes, you got injured? Did you get whiplash? She goes, yes, yes, don't fuck with me. I think I got whiplash. I think that's what happened. <laughs> so so Jacqueline's, now Jacqueline's like, oh my God, everything was fine. I mean, what happened? Did she ask you for a tampon? Because apparently that makes you really mad today. And Mia's like, she got called on her shit. That's what. And Wendy goes, oh, well, quite a face said. Quite a face. And um, Wendy's so like, yeah, what- imagine. Go ahead. I was going to say, now Mia takes Wendy's line because Wendy was like, you got one time, you got, you got, 
you got one time, you got one time to put your finger in my face, right? So now Mia decides that she's going to take that and make that her thing. She goes, you got one more fucking time of calling me greater face. You got one time. So Wendy's like, imagine throwing a drink on a woman because the woman didn't call another man. What type of woman does that? 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 Uh, can't think of a rhyme. <laughs> it should be easy with that. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm working uh, uh, on it. What <laughs> What kind of woman does that? A woman who has a cat. There we go. So <laughs> Clint. Clint. <laughs> so Mia's like, um, she, <laughs> Mia's like, uh, well, I think the drink, I threw the drink on you because what you were saying out of your mouth was bullshit. A lot of things coming out of your mouth is bullshit. Because you know what? Shut up. I have, no, I have nothing to say to you. Shut up. And then Mia goes, this is the thing about Wendy that gets under my skin, dot, dot, dot. But then they never go back to it. It's just left with a <laughs> dot, dot, dot. And then we see a clip of Wendy at the reunion saying, oh, he tossed your salad. 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 He to I'm like, Wendy, I'm trying to be on your side, but I can't. I can't. It's so hard. Wendy, stop just yelling repeated phrases. <laughs> he trusts the salad. He trusts the salad. He trusts the salad. So, um, uh, so then uh, Wendy's like, "You gonna throw another drink?" And then, so finally, just I was like, "Food's coming! Ah, food's coming!" This poor waiter is serving food during the whole rest of the scene while they're still fighting and pointing fingers and getting up and down from the table. So Wendy's still doing the whole thing about like, like you know, uh, you're a CEO. You throw a drink at another woman. What kind of raggedy bitch does that? You throw a drink on me. Whoa, she's so antagonistic. She's so antag. Hold on, let me get this camera right into your face. You're so antagonistic. So Wendy's like, you throw a drink on me. You throw a drink on me. You throw a drink on me. You throw a drink. Does that for another five minutes, and she goes, "Oh, a CEO and a boss, and that's what you do. Are you gonna do it again? Are you gonna do it again? Are you gonna?" I'm like, "Oh my god!" So now she is trying to make more, you know, um, but it doesn't even really matter to me because Mia started it, you know. Yeah, Mia. But still, Wendy, I'm like. Please. Well, I, I was honestly fine with anything Wendy was saying. It was more just like once Mia walked away and was gone, then I was like, okay, okay, Wendy, now you can, you can, you can chill out now. Like it's, you can chill out, but she just goes, she get now she's just going on and on. And you're like, okay, all right. All right. Now the moment has passed. We so can, she's can like, start you to wind this down. Yourself, you embarrassed your business. You embarrassed everything you stand for. You talk about being a CEO. I mean, it's like, you got one more time to call me a CEO. Wait, <laughs> I am a CEO. <laughs> you got one more time. And then Wendy, and then Mia throws a napkin. One thing I really enjoy about Mia is that she, um, when she gets into altercations, she throws soft things. Last year it was like lettuce. <laughs> this year it was like a napkin. And there was some like a martini. And like, you just know like that that's like bites. character growth for her too. It's like she always got in trouble for throwing things. So she's like, fine, I'll throw soft things. Because it is every time. And this time she doesn't even throw it. She's like swatting at Mia. She's like hitting her with, like trying to get at her with her napkin. <laughs> and Wendy goes, oh, look at you. Look at the CEO. CEO of Napkin Throwers International. Wow. So security's pulling Mia back. And the waiter's still serving food while, while the security's pulling me away from the table. And, and Wendy uh, starts her new song um, with only one line. Such a boss, such a boss, such a boss, such a boss, such a boss. I'm like, she could actually write the songs for Selling Sunset. <laughs> 
Because it's I like know. literally yeah. all the songs on them. Such a boss, such a boss, such a boss, such a boss. You got one time, one time to get your <laughs> finger out of my face. One time. So then Shasha's like, it's beyond far. Let it go. <laughs> Thank you, Shasha. Thank you for your mediation services. So now Mia's crying. Now she's with <laughs> now she's with security and she's crying. And she's like, Can I get my food to go at least? Cry, 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 cry. And Wendy sits at the table going, Watch your temper, watch your temper, watch your temper. And Robin's like, Stop antagonizing. You agonize to the utmost. And she goes, I use my words. And she throws herself and throws bags, and that's on her. She's violent. So where did the bag throwing come in? Did you see this? Because I think it I was. It. I didn't really see a bag, but I was wondering because I thought there were two napkin throws, and I wonder if one of those napkins was a bag. Oh, I think she just yeah, threw something they, down at the floor at one point. Because they keep mentioning bags, like her hitting Wendy with her bag or something. Um, but I don't I think it was a full-on Ruth Buzzy laugh-in thing, but it was yeah. like, I think that she just threw like something down on the floor. Oh. Yeah. So then Mia calls Gordon crying and it's like, get me a flight out of here. Call the CEO of CEO, please, because the CEO needs a ride. And he's like, what happened? So then back with Wendy, she's like, imagine a woman who talks about female empowerment and she throws a drink. She's still going on over there. And so Robin's like, oh my god, okay everybody, ding, ding, ding! Wendy's the winner restaurant! Wendy's right about everything! <laughs> so, Mia's like, I'm literally going ham! And Gordon's like, wow, I did not realize that was on the menu. No! <laughs> no, the salmon bites is what I ordered, but ham, that's an expression. Wait, you're literally ham? Because I'm really hungry right now. <laughs> no, I'm literally quote-unquote ham. John Ham is there? I love Mad Men. No! No! Like, uh, babe, hold on. I've got another call. Just hold on uh, one second. Hello? Hello? Oberoi Udavalis? Weathervations, please. <laughs> so Mia's like, did you see my nails? Because Robin, Robin now goes up to Mia, and Robin, and Mia's like, look at my nails. And Robin's like, holy shit! And uh, now Giselle joins. What happened so to her nails? So, her, or I guess she broke her nail while she was attacking Wendy. Because let's not act like she took a punch from Wendy. Okay. No. What are you crying about? You know, <laughs> you you did it. It was either from security or, you know, or from whatever, the napkin. <laughs> Maybe the napkin had something solid in it, after all. Yeah, so, but, um, yeah, so she's like, my nails, baby, look at my nails. And Robin's like, you're not leaving, are you? You can't leave. Because now Robin and Giselle come out to check on her. And Giselle's like, well, then we're all going home, ma, because this is your trip, ma. And honestly, I would love to have a bathroom again. <laughs> In my room. Uh. <laughs> and Robin's like, she was baiting you, antagonizing you. You did exactly what she wanted you to do. I'm like, excuse me, where did, where did Wendy bait Mia? Mia is the one who actively like pursued the situation. And when Peter came to the table and was actually pretty chill, Mia is the one who got up from the table to track him down to get more details. That way she could come back to the table to then get Wendy aggravated. And she gets Wendy aggravated. So that gave Mia an excuse to throw water in Wendy's face. 
And Wendy responded to it as she should have responded to it, which was with frustration and anger. And uh, Mia is now, and now Robin's going to say like, oh, oh, Mia, you fell into Wendy's trap. There was no trap by Wendy. I think it's Wendy. just the opposite. I think that Robin and Mia and them were, are, baiting Mia, are baiting Wendy and still doing it by being like, That's you're antagonistic. They're baiting her to try and make her look stupid so she loses her job or something. Yeah, but I'm yeah. saying that like the actual baiting was not that was Wendy is not doing any of the baiting. It was it was all of Mia. Now Mia's Wendy doing. has switched over to doing the baiting because now she's just gonna push Mia as far as she can go. But frankly, Wendy That's can do happened. that because you started it. You know, you've given I, up yeah. all of your rights to be correct in this situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've, then Mia's like, I have fought my whole life. And I was like, oh no, not this here we go. Not the Oprah monologue. You know, I'm like, I see it coming. I fought my brothers. I fought my dad. Um, But she's like, if someone gets me to a space where I feel like I need to defend myself physically, I'm out. Um, But you were the one who got physical. Yeah. So, by the way, you were. By the way, you were. Sorry. You were the one. You were on offense, not defense. Yeah. I hate to break it to <laughs> you. Sorry. No color purple <laughs> monologue allowed in this scene, ma'am. So Mia's like, "Well, I'm bleeding, and this is rat. You are bleeding because of you." Okay. Yeah. So then Ashley, <laughs> we cut back to Ashley just staring at a wine glass. She's like holding it up, and she's just staring at it. And Karen goes, "Ashley, are you okay?" And she's like, "I'm great, Karen." I'll have another glass of wine, please. <laughs> fucking <laughs> Ashley over there. Uh, so Mia's now, now she's like in the back of like a Chevy Tahoe and she's speaking to Gordon. It's very Danielle Staub at the, at the fashion show, the uh, posh fashion show. She's like, babe, babe, look at my nails, babe. Like, oh my God, Wendy proceeded to say, you fuck other women and men, babe. So then, um, no, oh, and she said that you must be fucking Peter. And I said, don't talk about my husband. And I said, do you have a tampon and some toothpaste I can borrow? And I said, shut up, Jacqueline, go to CBS. And I said, (laughs) why are you being mean to me? I wish I hadn't met you when I was younger. Gordon's like, uh, can I, can I go back to Netflix? So, so then Karen, being back at the table, Karen's like asking Wendy if anything that Wendy was saying was true. And Wendy's like, oh, no, I just said it out of anger. But, the, I mean, there is a rumor that she did have, you know, sleep with Peter. But, like, throw your drink at me. Throw your purse at me. And do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. And so Ashley is like, well, I don't like the drink throwing. And Wendy's like, you don't like the drink throwing? She's like, I don't like physicality. Goes, well, I don't like it either. And then that gets back to Mia, and Mia's still crying. And she's like, I can't sit there and let anybody talk about my family. It's not your family. Shut up. Unless you're talking about Gordon, which you opened with saying that you and Gordon are always fucking around. So and Gordon's like, well, what did everyone else say about it? And she's like, everyone agreed with me except Karen. I'm like, oh, God. So now you're going to go against Karen, like the only person that has kind of kept you around here. 
bad. Seriously. So then Ash back with Ashley. She's like, yeah, I love Mia, but that was so unnecessary. How is she doing? And Giselle's like, well, not good. Not good at all. And rightly so. And she's going to figure out her next couple of days. Ah. And Wendy just gets up and starts leaving. And Ashley's like, where are you going? And she says, I'm going. I can't sit with sympathizers and people who are for violence. She was against it with Monique. And I'm not here for hypocrites. Which is completely true. This is this is the point, and this is the point that um, that uh, Wendy has been making. I think she went on to Carlos King's podcast and was talking about this, and she's right because Giselle had a whole meeting about we do not stand for violence, and now all of a sudden she's like, "Oh, Wendy, she's so shaken up," you know. And so then it's like to be continued, and then a but coconut. I can't. I can't keep going because i have to add here but the big but to this is a that was a drink which is still assault i mean she could still get in trouble for that that is not bashing someone's head into a table which is and then chasing them around and having to be held like behind a door by a producer like the monique stuff was definitely worse i will say and also the guard was holding you back for a long time too because you kept trying to go at it too so like you're not completely I, innocent in this either ma'am now all of that i didn't said, believe that i didn't believe that wendy was gonna do anything i, I felt like she wendy had to was be held get, back by the guard i think wendy was just gonna so get in her face she ran into karen so i felt like wendy was only gonna get in her face i think wendy knew exactly what she was doing i felt like wendy had full control and was like oh i'm going to eviscerate this woman right now with my words but um uh Either, way, said, either way, the I hit, just have the to hit. finish because that said, so fucking Mia's fault. You started this fight, then you kept it going, and then you threw a drink on somebody. So you deserve what you get. I just had to yeah. add that stuff in with Wendy because Wendy um, is. It's like, uh, it's like I'm on your side, Wendy. But Jesus Christ, with the repeating and the constant, like just stop, you know. Well, but and either way, with the with the, the right. with a with, whether it's throwing a drink. I mean, I agree, throwing a drink. Like swooshing a drink across, throwing a napkin is definitely not as intense as what we saw in that other fight. Um, but it's just that if Giselle is going to take a big stand about oh, that, well, a big and sanctimonious stand, and then all of a sudden here she's going to be a sympathizer. I mean, Wendy got her number. Wendy yes. did. Robin and, and Giselle um, are pieces of shit for this. Both of them are fucking, t- especially Robin in this one, especially fucking Robin. So yeah, I'm well, it was them. such a good. It was Wendy got such a good point in that they used it as not only as the cliffhanger, but they had to actually import in some footage of a coconut falling on the screen. <laughs> That's how intense it was. A coconut fell and what cracked open, that? and then the best part for me because at at the time when Wendy said during the fight when Wendy said like I'm you know Professor Johns Hopkins I'm the youngest Professor Johns Hopkins I was like ooh Johns Hopkins is not gonna like its name being brought into this then on the screen the Johns Hopkins University has no involvement with the Real Housewives of Potomac (laughs) 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 who what Potomac what where is that we don't know (laughs) yeah so good yeah Uh, I'm excited for next week or whenever it airs. I don't know if it's like going to be on next week or not. Thanksgiving, etc. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to I, check that out. We'll have to check. Um, but either way, wow, what an episode. Um, thanks for being with us, everybody. Our bonus this week was about Thanksgiving. We're going to do another bonus as well. Um, we'll also be back for Family Karma and Below Deck Season 10. Big 
season of Blow starting this week. So we'll be back with that soon. Um, if we don't see you, have a great holiday and come join us Monday night on Take a Seat, 7 p.m. on Spotify Live. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. Dana C. Dana do. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Ava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. You're never alone with Lacey Monteleon. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. The Bay Area Betches. Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Better do what she says. It's Elva Enriquez. Can't have a meal without the Emily Sides. Undo your fasteners. It's Aaron Kastner. Nobody holds a candle to Jamie Kendall. She's not harsh. She's Jill Hirsch. We will, we will, Joanna Rockland you. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. She's a good hobby. It's Lauren Hobgood. We want to hang with Liz Lang. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. Nancy Cease and DeSisto. Give him hell, Miss Noel. She's the queen bee. It's Sarah Lemke. Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kutar. We love you guys.